Hi, it's Dan Meisner. If you are hearing the sound of my voice, it is most likely because you have subscribed to the new Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote as Kids podcast. If that is the case, thank you and welcome. And if you've not subscribed, there has never been a better time. We have a bunch of brand new episodes of Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote as Kids coming very, very soon. I cannot wait for you to hear them. Plus, we have a bunch of live shows coming up all across Canada quite possibly in your town. So if you are a fan of weird and wonderful childhood and teenage writing, 2015 is going to be a good year. Now, what you're listening to right now, this is not the first episode of our new season. You can consider this an air check. This is me tapping the mic, asking if this thing is on. But while I have your attention, I want to play you a sneak peek, a little bit of what you can expect from the first few episodes of season two. First up, one of my favorite grown-ups read things they wrote as kids' readings of all time. When Jason was 14, he kept a journal, and in it, he chronicled what he now looks back and calls the life of a pretty dramatic gay teen. Here's Jason. Um, So I'm going to be reading from a journal that I kept when I was 14. It was 1986, and my favorite TV show was Dynasty. If you were a member of the opposite sex, what would your name have been? I know that if I had been a girl, my name would have been Candace. (laughs) Names are strange things. I'm not talking about names like Egotist and Show Off. I'm talking about our own personal ones, like John and Betty. (laughs) Names can be long, short, stupid, or elegant. When I hear the name Faye, a name I personally like, You know, 14-year-old kid. I conjure up a vision of a wealthy, sophisticated fashion designer. (laughs) She has jet black hair pulled tightly into a bun. She has olive-colored skin, and she is wearing a black knee-length skirt with an oversized yellow smock-like jacket (laughs) with shoulder pads to make her waist look slender. An extremely attractive woman. Sometimes, though, names are stupid and cruel. There was once a lady on the Phil Donahue show, and her name was Holly Wood. My mother works with a man named Pete Peterson, and when he answers the phone, it sounds like he has a speech deficiency better known as a stuttering problem. How would you like it if your name was Thomas Thomas or Catherine St. Catharines? I personally like elegant names such as Ashley, (laughs) Corinne, Faye, Emily, and Alexandra. I wish to name my daughters these, but if I have a boy, Hunter, Adam, Alexander, or Cole will satisfy me. (laughs) I was thinking the other day that if I ever became an actor, I think I would change my name to Alexander Terrell. I love this name. I wish I had been named Alexander, but since I am only going to become a psychologist, (laughs) Jason Allen will suffice. This is another entry. I titled it, favorites of mine. One night, 
as I was just about to go to bed, I had a brainstorm. It was of all the things in life I love. <laughs> On the top of the list, I love the smell of a dry tea bag. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> yeah. I also love the Flowers in the Attic series of books by V.C. Andrews. Yeah. There are four books in this set, and when I completed the last page of the last book, I cried for ten minutes. I shed more tears than when my grandmother died. I love glamour. Tuxedos are my favorite kind of clothing. I have only ever worn three, but when I put one on, I feel as if I have been transformed into some sort of wealthy man. I also love applause. <laughs> Just the thought of staring into a blinding white light and hearing loud claps all put together makes my skin go cold. I flash a smile and the clapping increases until finally there is a roar and everyone ascends off of their seats and straightens their knees to give me, Alexander Terrell, a standing ovation. Finally, I want to play you a short sneak peek from an upcoming episode of Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote as Kids. This is Lexi reading from a diary she kept when she was a teenager. Lexi describes herself as a sexually curious, insecure 13-year-old. Now, as a quick heads up, this reading does acknowledge the existence of first base, second base, and depending on where you went to school and how far you want to take a baseball metaphor third base. Here's Lexi on stage at our live show in Montreal. December 14th, 1998. Dear Diary, David is in Florida. I miss him an incredible amount. He's amazing. Just everything about him is perfect. I love him. I know he likes me. Well, of course he likes me. Why, why would we be going out if he didn't like me? We didn't kiss yet, but we're gonna. The first thing we're gonna do is kiss. I want to stick my tongue so far down his throat he'll be choking. I want him to touch me everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, yeah, baby. And I would give him hand, but I'm afraid I won't know what to do and that I'll screw it up or laugh or something. I mean, I've never touched a guy's penis. I don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> I could be dangerous. Who knows? Yeah. 
We will hear more from Lexi's diary this season on Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote As Kids. If you have subscribed to the podcast, you're going to get new episodes starting early in 2015. And if you have not yet subscribed, what are you waiting for? There are links to iTunes and the podcast feed in the description for this file and at our website, Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote As Kids. That's also where you can sign up for our mailing list and find our upcoming tour dates. We're traveling all across Canada this year, and we would love to hear your childhood and teenage writing. One more time, that's grownupsreadthingstheywroteaskids.com. I'm Dan Meisner. Thanks for listening.